Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Kate Faulkner. Hello, hope you're okay. Thank you for downloading today's podcast on Friday, June 16th. Our top story today, Southeast Water have announced temporary hosepipe bans for customers in Kent as the hot and dry weather continues. In a statement, the company says demand for drinking water has reached record levels with customers using a similar amount as in the drought last year. They say they've been left with no choice but to bring in the restrictions from June 26th, which will mean customers won't be allowed to use a hosepipe for watering gardens, washing cars, patios and boats and for filling up swimming and paddling pools. Earlier this week, we spoke to Douglas Whitfield. He's the operations director for South East Water. He told us then that a hosepipe ban was a possibility. What we've seen over the last couple of years is these weather extremes and changes in demand which have happened very quickly. So, for example, across the Kent and Sussex patch during the COVID lockdown, we have a lot more people working from home now. So our demand patterns changed. That created some pinch point areas that we weren't aware of before and brought forward some problems from a few years time into what we're seeing now. So while that long-term growth is there, it's that short-term change in demand and the extreme weather that we've seen over the last years that really caused these problems. So we're now reviewing our plans, seeing what we can bring forward um, and seeing what we can do as quickly as possible to improve the supplies in the area. So really our pleased customers is, is think of water as an essential resource that it is. Do use it for drinking and hygiene and cooking. That's not really um, what we're trying to stop people doing at all. What we're saying is don't use it for anything that's not essential in the house. Please don't water your garden. Don't fill the paddling pool for the next few days. Those things things can wait until this hot weather's passed. When we see demand drop down to normal levels, you know, supplies will become more resilient. So it's used water wisely, but do use it for what you need to, but please don't put the hose or the sprinkler on the garden. The announcement follows a week of disruption to water supply with residents in Staplehurst and Coxheath left without water or with low pressure thanks to a burst main. Households in Cranbrook and Biddenden also saw their taps run dry and in Tunbridge Wells, Claremont Primary School was forced to close due to supply issues. Neil Bell is a councillor in Biddenden. He says water restrictions can often strike the wrong chord with customers. It almost sounds as if they're putting the blame onto customers. That's probably not their intention, but that's how the message is being received. So they do need to obviously remind folk to use less. And if we do that, the recovery will be a little bit faster. But the fact remains, this is not really exceptional weather. A few thunderstorms at the start of the week and it's warm and hot weather, but it's not exceptionally um, hot and not an exceptionally hot long spell. So the system's clearly not robust. And I understand that the the last bout, there were problems up at uh, Charing and Molash to the north of uh, our area. They've invested in pumps and the problems have been alleviated. It's clear we need that sort of investment and those sort of pumps down here. And as you say, my understanding too is the water is here. It's in the reservoirs. It's a case of southeast of water. First of all, understanding where the water's going and where the problems are then secondly, getting the pumps in to fix it. It seems there's to be no break from the high temperatures with the warm weather forecast into next week. However, there is now an official warning for thunderstorms for all of Sunday. Forecasters say we could get up to 30 millimetres of rain in just an hour, as well as frequent lightning and strong winds. They reckon that could cause some flash flooding and difficult driving conditions. Kent Online reports. This is one of our most viewed stories today. Staff at a Burger King in Folkestone have been criticised for refusing to give a teenage boy a glass of tap water on one of the hottest days of the year. Lucy's been following this story for us. Lucy, what can you tell us about what happened? Well, one of the witnesses says the boy walked into the branch on Bouverie Place last Sunday, sweating and dehydrated as the temperature outside climbed into the high 20s. They say he politely asked for a drink but was refused by staff who didn't give a reason. A kind customer eventually paid the £2 so the boy could get a drink. 
and I understand it's caused a lot of upset online. Yes, one witness posted about it on Facebook and attracted more than 120 comments from people who say the franchise should be ashamed of themselves. However, Burger King bosses have come out and said drinking water is always free at their stores and readily available. They say they're investigating to find out what happened and why he was denied a drink. Is there any clarity around what rights we have to ask a business for tap water? All licensed premises are required by law to provide free water to customers if they ask, but that only applies to places that serve alcohol. Without a licence is the decision of the business owner. Kent Online reports. Also making news today, it's been revealed the government spent £3.6 billion on asylum support costs in the year to the end of March. That's nearly doubled the amount for the previous 12 months. Our report's warning efforts to clear the backlog of applications might not be sustainable. More staff have been hired, but there's been an increase in the percentage of refugees waiting more than six months for a decision. A sitting bond man's been convicted of attempting to murder his estranged wife with a hammer and a knife. Matthew Breaker started stalking her after they separated and attacked her when she came home from a Christmas party last year. The 46-year-old from Swan Street Avenue will be sentenced in August. A drug dealer who supplied cocaine in Kent has been jailed. 53-year-old Julian Warwick from Belvedere was part of an organised gang who used encrypted mobile phones during the first lockdown. He was arrested after being spotted in a car in Dartford and has been locked up for more than 10 years. A man in his 30s has been reportedly punched by a woman in what police are describing as a homophobic hate crime in Canterbury. She also made derogatory comments to the victim at the city's bus station in St George's Lane. It happened at the end of May. Police want to hear from three men who helped the man get a bus home. Kent Online reports. A three-year-old girl has been pinned to the floor and lost chunks of her hair during a dog attack near Ashford. The girl and her mother were visiting in Charing when the Rottweiler Mastiff charged, biting the child on the face. Her mother is now calling for the dog to be taken away. Investigating officers say when they visited the owners, it was muzzled and on a lead and poses no threat. It's emerged a dad from Hearn Bay who was taken into hospital during the pandemic died when his ventilator switched off and disconnected. 49-year-old Keith Rogers was put in a side room at the QEQM in Margate because of concerns about the spread of infection and staff didn't hear the alarm on his cardiac machine. An inquest heard he had a number of long-standing health issues and died from respiratory failure. East Kent Hospital Trust say staff have been given more training in the light of the tragic incident. It's been confirmed faulty solar panels were to blame for a fire that swept through the roof of a block of flats near Maidstone. Crews were called to Eden Road in Langley after the blaze started on Tuesday. It's understood 12 households have been unable to return and are being put up in emergency accommodation. Now, a former Eurovision contestant from Tunbridge has been telling us how a miracle drug she was given for cystic fibrosis helped her become a mum. Bianca Nichols, who who represented the UK in 2015, thought she'd never be able to have a baby because of her condition, which causes a thick, sticky mucus in the lungs, making it difficult to breathe. She started taking Keftrio a few years ago. I, I mean, literally felt the effects of it within a couple of hours of taking the first dose. It was actually insane. Like, suddenly just started coughing and coughing and just cleared years and years of gunk out of my lungs and then I like took the first deep breath I'd taken probably since I was a teenager and then the following week or so I was just like hyperactive because I had so much more energy like I hadn't felt like that in years and it and it was just crazy how instant it was like you would think um I guess like years and years of kind of a disease would take a long time to you know, 
catch up the other way around but actually I suppose because like I say I was quite lucky and I didn't have too much lung damage I I felt the effects of it pretty instantly and um yeah so it's crazy what are the practicalities of getting this campaign on the road to try and get as many people this miracle drug like you call it um to as many people as possible like where I was saying how it's a miracle drug when I first started taking it I almost feel like I can't call it a miracle drug anymore because how can it be a miracle if not everyone who you know needs that miracle has access to it um and you get that sort of like survivor's guilt a little bit of having this like amazing improvement in your health and then there's people in other countries who are just you know they've now gone three years of further damage to their body unnecessarily um and so yeah a little bit about the the campaign and why we're doing this so 40 about 40 out of 195 countries have access to the drug at the moment and obviously the countries that don't have access are typically low-income countries where your life expectancy is much lower um with cystic fibrosis and and you'd be lucky to make it to your teens um in a lot of these countries um and the reason that it's only available in so few countries is down to nothing but pharmaceutical breed really we're doing for global access is a petition we want like as many people over the world to to sign it um we've got this like past it on video where people kind of hold the petition up on their phone put it to the screen we just kind of want to like send that <clears throat> message around the world to get lots of people to kind of make their own video, everyone to sign the petition. And then as um, kind of with Just Treatment, like a, a grassroots kind of campaign called Vertex Save Us has been set up and they're going to be taking legal action um, based on like different legal advice in each country um, for, well, not each country in the world, but just starting with South Africa, Ukraine, India and Brazil. So just kind of just slowly, slowly kind of keep putting pressure on Vertex until until we get access approved in, in some more countries and just kind of save lives. Kent Online reports. A Gravesend woman's been left devastated after someone stole a West Ham photo frame from her dad's grave. Lauren Jeffrey spent a whole day decorating it following the death of Steve, who was a big fan of the club. It was taken from St Helens Church in Cliff a few days after he was buried. She's urging whoever was responsible to put it back. It's feared people on jet skis and dinghies could be risking their lives by getting too close to a shipwreck packed with explosives off the Kent coast. The SS Richard Montgomery sank near Sheerness nearly eight 80 years ago, but could still be dangerous. A 500-metre exclusion zone is marked out with yellow and orange boys, but it's claimed some people are ignoring them. At Kent Online, you can see the first pictures of what a large housing estate in Ashford could look like. Developers behind Trinity Lakes, next to the town's golf club, have submitted plans to the council. They had initially wanted to build 600 properties, but that's been scaled back to 375. Kent Online reports. Another falcon has been found on a garden fence in Medway just days after one was rescued 
rescued from underneath Luton Arches. Animal lost and found were called to a home in Chatham where they found the bird of prey who was ruffled but otherwise uninjured. A female falcon was spotted underneath the railway arches on Tuesday. The breed has been informed and checks on the owner are now underway. A group of hazel dormice born in Kent are going to be released into the National Forest for the first time ever. There's been a 51% decline in the species since 2000. 38 dormice bred by the Wildwood Trust are being reintroduced to a woodland in Derbyshire. And Zara Larson's dropped in on KMFM to talk to them about her new single, End of Time. She was on the hit list with Numi and says she's excited for her festival tour this summer. It's just nice to come back with new music and uh, hear that people are enjoying it and liking it because that's what you want um, when you release something and just knowing that I'm doing something that people enjoy and want to listen to and dance to and sing along with. So uh, it makes me excited to release more stuff. And uh, it makes me feel really good just knowing that I I have the support of, you know, like radio stations and and people streaming the song. Um, I'm so excited to go out on my little festival summer tour and just play it for people live. But of course, it feels it feels absolutely amazing. I mean, I've never been shy to say that what I want is to just for as many people as possible to come to my shows. And I'm seeing Beyonce perform like her stadium tour and Taylor Swift is out now on her stadium tour. And it's just like really inspiring to see that all these women are just killing it. And like, uh, I really want that to be me one day, you know? Yeah. And it all starts with a song. It does. Yeah. It does. I, I saw that you, you went to see Beyonce, like it was the first night of the show, right? Stockholm. How was that? It was absolutely wild to see it um, first night because, you know, now I I obviously know what's going to happen. But even if I, if I didn't... Um, go to the Stockholm show, I would have known because I would have seen it all over my TikTok and all over my Instagram and Twitter. And just like, I would have known what was up. Mm. But being the first, first people to see it was a bit overwhelming. Like I could barely take in anything that were hap- that was happening because first of all, she has no budget. Like it's so <laughs> many things that are going on. Uh, you are never bored for one second. And the visuals are stunning. The All the dancers, the little robot arms that's like fanning her. It, it's just like things on things on things on things. But then I went the second night and that was really good because then I could really take it in and just like melt it a bit um, in my brain and, and just remember all the little things. But everybody who knows me know that. That's my, that's my number one girly. Like she is... She's just so inspirational and um, just the best. The like, goat. <laughs> simply the best. Yeah. Um, what was one thing that you saw that you were like, when I go on tour, I want to do something like this? I mean, what really blows me away every time is just honestly the vocals. And uh, it was really cocky that she started the whole thing with like four slow songs. And I love that. She just wanted to remind us like, okay, I do a lot of stuff. I do a lot of dancing, but don't forget I'm a vocalist. And that's really why we're all there because she is so brilliant at singing. So sure, you can have all these really amazing stuff and a glitter horse and um, a tank and all the people around you. But when it really comes down to it, she is just an amazing, amazing vocalist and performer. And when you have that, everything else is just like an add on. So I think it just inspired me to like really give my all at rehearsal 
um, to just try to sing my best, mm. of course. Um, just that she she is so good. If you missed their chat, you can listen on the podcast page at kmfm.co.uk. Kent Online reports. And now with a look at everything going on in Kent over the weekend, here's Sam Laurie. It's looking like another great weekend ahead. And dads all over Kent will be pleased because in case you've forgotten, it's Father's Day. There's no better excuse to celebrate your dad and treat him to something special. But if you are still scratching your head, trying to think of some ideas on what to get him, do not worry, we've got you covered. From a classic car show at Hever Castle to free entry to Howlett's Wild Animal Park and football legends at the Orchard Theatre, there are lots of great ways to show your dad that you care this Sunday. And if your dad's a music lover and a big fan of Americana, blues, country and rock, then a ticket to Black Deer Festival could be the perfect gift. The huge music festival takes place this weekend at Erridge Park near Tunbridge Wells and boasts a stellar lineup, including The Pretenders and Nathaniel Rateliff and The Night Sweats. There's also a celebration of Americana counterculture with motorbike displays and barbecue cookouts, and plenty of family activities, including tree climbing, silent discos, music workshops, and a funfair. There are still some tickets available, so if you want to grab a last-minute gift for your dad, or for yourself, then head to the Black Deer website. And make sure you check out our bumper guide to the festival on What's On to find out everything you need to know about Black Deer 2023. Now, it might be one of Kent's biggest festivals, but Black Deer isn't the only place you'll find live music in the county this weekend. Former Radio 1 DJ Annie Mack is kicking things off with a five-hour set at Dreamland tonight, while on Saturday, feel-good funk and soul trio The Cuban Brothers will take to the venue's outdoor stage as part of the Margate Summer Series. And if you want to try something a little more challenging this weekend, former SAS Who Dares Wins host Ant Middleton is putting on a fitness festival at Betshanger Country Park in Deal. Mind Over Muscle Festival features a series of endurance challenges such as open water swimming, commando training and abseiling, all designed to test your physical and mental strength. There will also be some less intense activities, including wellness lectures, yoga and tai chi, as well as live music and food and drink. So if you're feeling up to it, it all takes place tomorrow from 8am. Now, perhaps diving into open water and abseiling down the side of buildings isn't for you, and a gentle stroll through some summer gardens is more your pace, in which case you might want to visit Hever Castle instead. The Hever in Bloom Flower Festival, which sees more than 5,000 colourful roses take over the castle grounds in Edenbridge, starts from Monday. There will be guided tours, gardening talks and a chance to admire the historic gardens at a truly beautiful time of year. A couple of other things to pop in your calendar for next week include the comedy musical Sister Act starring Birds of a Feather's Leslie Joseph and a one-off performance from comedian and musical theatre maestro Tim Minchin. Both are coming to the Marlowe Theatre in Canterbury. Now that's just about it for this week, but make sure you visit the What's On section on Kent Online to keep up with everything going on in the county this summer. And don't forget, if there's an event happening near you that you want to tell us about, you can always submit it to our What's On events calendar online. Kent Online Sports. Cricket now and Kent's Zach Crawley has opened the batting for England in their first Ashes test. The five-match series is underway at Edgebaston today. England will be hoping to win the trophy from Australia, who beat them by four games to none last year. Staying with cricket and Kent are back in T20 blast action later after a disappointing defeat in the county championship earlier this week. They were beaten by Surrey with a record-breaking run chase at Canterbury. The Spitfires are travelling to Lords to take on Middlesex in the shorter format. That's all from us today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't 
forget, you can follow on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. You can also get the details on the top stories direct to your email each morning via the briefing. To sign up, just head to kentonline.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.